no, no, she's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. G'day, I'm Dr. Friday, and the doctor is in the house. So if you've got tax questions, we all know that October 15th is just around the corner, and it is time for all of you procrastinators, which usually includes me. This year, I did manage to get mine done before October 15th, but been there, done that. You need to be able to get your taxes filed on time. And remember, it doesn't extend the money you owe. So one of the hardest things is always to you know, explain to people, well, you owe this and there's going to be penalties. Your money is due on or before April 15th, um, normally in the normal worlds where we don't have all these extensions and things. Um, and then if, if they do give us an extension, an actual federal extension, um, like we had one because of storm damage and things like that, many people in Nashville, Williamson County, Davidson um, had until August 2nd, right? And, and there wasn't going to be a penalty if you hadn't paid um, like normally on the April. But at this point, Anything you haven't paid after that August 2nd, assuming that you were not in that extension, you are now paying penalties and interest. Assuming you have a legitimate extension, you will not pay a late uh, failure to file penalty until after October 15th. They still are going to get you failure to pay on time, failure to make quarterly estimates, all kinds of other failures to do. But that one is one that you really do um, want to have because most of the other ones are like, 0.5%. When you get failure to file, it is 5% per a uh, month up to 25%. So that was really, really painful. So just wanted to put that out there. If you've got questions, or maybe you've been following a little bit about what's happening in the news, as far as what's kind of past the, the house. And now they're looking at um, some proposals of what they're going to do. They keep calling these, these changes that they're doing that they're not going to affect middle class, which is obviously what Biden ran on. And um, the, the thing is, he ran on, he wasn't going to do proposals that were going to be over, it wasn't going to affect anyone unless you make $400,000 or more. Um, but yet, um, a couple of the things that are now on the table, of course, tax on realized capital gains, um, some other ideas of mainly the capital gains tax. They're also going to hit some new taxes that they have out there, raising cigarette tax and adding in e-tax. I don't smoke, so I guess it would have no effect directly to me. But I have a real issue when they just start throwing in luxury taxes and liquor taxes and, and cigarette taxes, and they just keep grabbing more and more things they, they consider those. So, I mean, you know, again, it does affect quite a few people. They claim that by just adding an additional tax to cigarette tax and adding in the e-tax, that's going to raise more than $96 billion in revenue. That's pretty good. I guess uh, maybe a reason to stop smoking if you have one. Um, if you do have a question, you want to join the show, you can 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. And so what a lot of the uh, individuals are saying, if they do that tax, they, you know, bottom line is a large number of people that, that smoke, it, it hits all demographics, right? So it's, it's not going to be 
uh, people making 400K or more. Uh, in fact, statistically, a larger number of Americans are actually making less than $400,000 a year that smoke, apparently, according to this page. So um, that is something to look at. I mean, right now, guys, there's a lot of talk. The biggest concerns I have, obviously, is the removal of the 1031 exchange, the increasing capital gains tax, the reduction of inheritance tax. These are all, uh, and of course, increasing the corporate tax again. That's another one that's on the table. And I know some people are like, well, you know, the corporations can afford it, but let's be honest, people, the corporations aren't going to afford it. They're just going to increase their prices. I mean, it's like anything else. Go to five guys and order a burger and a fry and a drink, and you're going to pay 15 bucks. I mean, that's just what it costs. It used to be what, seven, $8. Now, again, I've not maybe been eating out as much as I should possibly at some of these places, but all I can say is, is they keep increasing the price of their food and everything else because the cost of doing labor, they've increased all the labor prices. So now we're going to have to pay it. That's what happens along with all these things. I mean, you know, they increase the cost of living um, and then they basically, everyone else brings their price up, right? So just, just pointing out that you're going to actually see if we start impacting corporations, we're just going to see it at the grocery stores or in anything that we buy, because a corporation is not going to lose money for their shareholders that they won't stay in business very long if they do. Uh, so that will just increase the prices of whatever it is they're making. So I don't think the government should, but hey, what do I know? They're not asking me. So if you've got questions concerning taxes, again, it is October 15th. Uh, today's October, what, 2nd? So we have about 13 days left to finish up tax returns if you haven't filed a tax return or if you haven't filed taxes in a bit of time. I mean, of course, the last couple of years have been a, a kind of a crazy time of the year um, with COVID and everything. And some people have gotten behind, but maybe you've gotten behind before that. Um, it's not that hard to get straightened out, to be quite honest. We can get you back on track. Maybe it'd be a good time. I often tell people it's not when you get back on your feet that you want to be dealing with the IRS. You really want to talk and deal with the IRS when you're not at your best, because they're basing your ability to pay on what you have today not what's coming up in the future, not what you might have coming in, but where you are today. So now is the time to think, hey, you know what? Right now I don't own a house. I'm at a pretty much a job that I'm ready to go and find a new one. Um, you know, I have very little access to anything else. I don't have a lot of assets. Then you want to talk to the IRS. When you hear about all those things on the radio about how we can give you 10 cents on the dollar, that's the coin of people we're talking about. I mean, let's be honest. If you have equity in a home, you have a 401k, you have assets that you have the ability to pay. Why would the IRS want to make a deal with you? I mean, you know, they're in business this day and anyone that says the IRS is not a business is a little crazy. So if you don't know the answer to that, I'm an enrolled agent licensed with the Internal Revenue Service to do taxes and representation, which basically means all I do is taxes or talk taxes or deal with tax issues when it comes to doing different things with either the IRS or the state of Tennessee. In most cases, I have dealt a little bit with some other states, mainly California and some, but if you have an, an issue, if you've just put it in the back burner and you're like, now is the time, maybe you should think about taking it and moving forward. Sooner you get it off your back, sooner you could actually start breathing or gosh forbid, maybe want to buy a house or do something else. Then you can actually move forward and take care of the issues or 
you know, I was talking to someone else and they were saying that um, apparently if you haven't filed taxes, getting your child in college could be a bit of a challenge because FAFSA requires at least the last year or the prior year's tax returns to be filed. And so that would be really, really important to do um, something with. So, you know, again, you want to give your kids the best. You want to do everything you can. And I know it's not always easy. I'm not saying it is, but we can't move backwards. All we can do is move forward. So if you're looking for someone that's going to help you move forward and do something, I'm your girl. All you want to do is give me a call at the office. But right now, if you've got any questions about maybe current tax things, you know, we've only got a couple more months of 2021 and we're going to be doing this all over again. Tax time will be starting and it will be time to start doing what we need to do. So if you are considering, um, you know, selling something, what's the capital gains going to be now? We haven't and I want to put it on the table. As of today, there has not been any tax change done to the capital gains. So we still have the current law, tax laws in play. Can they or will they change the tax law? I think they're working very hard to do that. Uh, but I don't have a magic ball. So I can't tell you if we're going to go from 20, 23.8 to 40% tax. Don't know the difference until we get the law passed. And at that point, a lot of people are saying, well, if it's going to happen in the next year, I need to do it soon. But keep in mind, you might have other alternatives. Right now, there are other options. 1031 exchanges is, is one that is still on the table and you're still able to do what you need to do. But, you know, you need to sit down with somebody and try to calculate all of the options you have. Many people are selling things because right now, let's be honest, the price of things have went up. It's a good time to do it. But what are the capital gains? And you have about 90 days after you sell that um, thing. Now, I'm not talking about your primary homes because in most cases, primary homes have a different tax code. But if you had rental or inherited home, a second home, all of these are going to be taxed at capital gains rates. And very, very important that you actually... Um, send in an estimate if you have it, if you've already sold that home, because basically if you sold it in August, you probably should have made it by ox. Well, within 90 days of the date of that sale. So you'll need to do it before the end of the year, but that's the way it's going to work and how it's going to come through to make sure you have everything there. All right, let's get Bobby on the phone. So people can hear a decent question. Hey, Bobby. Uh, hey, Dr. Friday. How are you doing today? I am doing awesome. What you going to bring to the table? Um, I know that this is a tax program, but I mm -hmm. would like to um, clarify some particular issues with you because sure. finally I get the opportunity to do that. And this does relate to taxes. Um, I know that this infrastructure with Nancy Pelosi and um, the president uh, uh, has all of the things which are included with it. And they don't want to pass this thing through because it's trillions of dollars of things that are going on. Wouldn't you think, and you can perhaps be a voice for everybody, wouldn't it be recognized that we can do one issue at a time compared to combining all of this together so we can actually see what's going on with this? Because the taxpayers are the ones in which are paying for this stuff, in which they don't even know what it's going on. And Nancy Pelosi at like, you know, 1201 at night, it's a new day and everybody's sleeping, is trying to put things in, you know, um, number 168 in the books that nobody even knows about. 
And yeah, I, I would like for you to I mean, I would like for you to talk about that because we are the American people and this is our country and we vote for these people. Isn't that something that we should have an opportunity to speak about? Yeah. Well, I think you're passionate, I think you're correct, but I mean, I guess since I've I don't know your age, been here a little while, I have seen more than one tax bill or what's always more frustrating me is them passing a, you know, infrastructure bill that has a ton of tax issues on it. If you're going to pass tax law, let's pass it under a tax law thing versus the, you know, hiding them in other bills. And in this one, they're not even breaking it down. They're just saying we're going to do this, but they have no documentation on how they're really going to accomplish it. Um, I think that's what's holding up a lot. I think there are several there questioning it, but um, I, I don't know the answer. This is why I will never run for politics. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I don't know why they can't just make it simple and just say, hey, we're going to do this. Let's all say I or nay and let's do this. But I think there's so much um, backslapping and, you know, um, you give me this and I'll give you that kind of negotiating behind the scenes, Bobby, that we don't know of which is why we should have terms and there should not be this kind of lifelong um, relationship in these uh, situations, because I think there's too many ways that people are greasing their own palms in my personal opinion, but I'm not a politician. So I see the tax dollars being spent and I don't see anything that we're getting for them. All right, we may have lost Bobby there. So let's go ahead and move on. We're going to take our first break here. And when we get back, we're going to take more of your phone calls. If you've got some questions or maybe comments, I know it's a little slower at this time. Many of you guys have probably already filed your taxes. But if you have questions or maybe you're concerned with something you've got going this year, maybe inherited something or you sold some real estate and you're not sure what the tax might be, give us a call here at 615-737-9986. We'll be right back with the Dr. Friday Show. Your Money Coach with Dr. Friday will return in a moment on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. All righty, we are back here live in studio. This is the Dr. Friday Show, and I'm an enrolled agent licensed by the Internal Revenue Service to do taxes and representation. So if you've got questions, or you're just curious about something that's going on in the tax situation, give us a holler here and that way we can help you do whatever it is you need to do. Um, I did want to bring up a couple things that are getting, I always talk about the deadline for individuals, but FUBAR extensions were also um, nearing 1015 will also be for anyone that has a foreign bank accounts that has to do the replying or reporting on those. Um, and then uh, there's also some other little things that you might like business licenses. If you haven't already filed now, they're, they're sending out love letters in the state of Tennessee. So making sure that you filed your business license. And, uh, this year is going to be the last year. If you do payroll, um, a lot of small companies do, and, uh, maybe you have 10 employees or more, um, starting in 2022, um, they're going to require you to electronically file those if you have 10 or more employees. So that's really important. Again, just informational. But if you are using a software like QuickBooks, most of them have electronic uh, delivery available for W-2s. But if you're still old school, handwriting checks have one or two employees, that's not going to affect you. But if you have up to 10 throughout the whole year, then you're, you know, they're going to have your fines and penalties. So you might want to 
you know, link up with something on online or, or get some payroll service. I've always thought it was almost impossible for someone to do payroll by hand um, because of you have so many different changes and different things you have going on. But it's really, really important that you know what you have uh, so you can move forward and, you know, get what you need going and make sure you have, you know, the information because paying penalties just is horrible. All right, let's hit William if he's available. Hello, William. Hi, how you doing? I am living the life, my friend. Well, I'm just trying to sort through some things, as always. I like it. Um, <laughs> over the next six months, I have some double E uh, U.S. savings bonds that are going to be maturing, okay. and I have not paid uh, taxes on these year to year to year, so save it all to the end. And uh, I'm just wondering how this is going to play out tax-wise. Let me let me say that starting next month in November, uh, I think I'm going to realize when I cash these bonds in a little over two thousand dollars. Okay. And then in December another two thousand, and that okay. will be it for this year. year. So I'm looking at maybe four thousand. Now next year, uh, two thousand in January, two thousand in February, but mm -hmm. in March, uh, I'm going to be looking at perhaps realizing thirty-two thousand or more. And then in okay. April, another 2000 So the lump, That's the majority of it, yeah, the majority of it's going to come in uh, March of next year. So I, I know I, okay, all of this will not be taxable, but I suspect uh, a, a large part of it will be taxable as interest. Correct. So whatever you've earned, and since you haven't paid it, which normally is the case, you wait until you receive it at the end, that that part is going to actually be, required for you to be able to um, pay the interest. So you may or may not know how much that is. Well, I don't know exactly till I cash it in. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what your normal income bracket is? Well, I think I'm up like 22% now. Well, because the only reason I was asking is that your Alexa's on in the background um, is that your um, tax bracket may change. I mean, depending on how close you are, right? Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it very well could, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it depending, you know, twenty two and twenty four do not have a big difference. So, right. only reason I was right. saying that you just may need to take a look and see. I don't know if it's, is is there any way like on Treasury Direct or any of that. I know I have some savings bonds or whatever that will tell you how much the interest is. Do you know? Um, I think Just I have so you a could pretty, preempt it. I, I think I have a pretty good idea because okay. uh, somebody else I know cashed one in recently, and I took their figures and just kind of projected it, and I think good. I have a pretty good idea. Well, so I mean, I, bottom line is it's effect. We we have a progressive tax code, so if you know you're pretty much in the twenty yeah. two percent tax bracket, you probably if you do your own taxes, you can see what your effective rate is. But a lot of times the effective rate maybe is only 16 or 17. You're not at the max yet. So that way, if you set aside 22, you'd probably be more than prepared for what you have. But it will yeah. be taxed at ordinary income tax, which is what I think you're asking me. Yeah. Well, and, and I haven't really gotten to the main question of what I wanted to ask. Oh, sorry. Is that, uh, <laughs> after all this, uh, Will I have to pay or should I pay estimated taxes, especially next year when it occurs in the beginning of the year? So anytime we have anything that happens, we basically have 90 days or the next quarterly is when we should make it. 
So the answer is going to be yes, especially the first quarter. You may not need to make all four quarters uh, because of the, depending on right. if every month you're getting two, but the, especially the one where you got the, the, the large cash in, I would say, yes, you do need to at least pay in you know, 90% or thereabouts. Now, if you always get refunds, you can kind of take that into account, you right, know, when right, you're right. doing it, William, but I would definitely send in the money because we don't want to get hit with not paying quarterlies or, you know, not paying in enough and then hit with a penalty. I hate penalties. Sure. It doesn't everybody. Now <laughs> this year in uh, November and December, if I cash those in, uh, you'll be fine. not going to be that much longer till I file my regular taxes, you know, uh, Yes, you should be fine on those two for two reasons. One, it's only four. I mean, not only, but the the cash in is four thousand. Is that the interest or is that the total cash in? I think that no, I think that's the total cash in. Will be a little okay. bit more than four thousand. So you know, I mean, you may be looking at two thousand, or maybe I don't know how how much the you know how much right. we paid originally, whatever. But you probably isn't. It's not going to have a huge effect on your taxes, to be quite honest. I don't think so. You know, you're looking at maybe four or five hundred dollars max. Yeah. I mean, in that conversation. So I I don't think it's going to hit high enough to make a requirement for estimates, but. In 2022, definitely going yes. to be required unless unless the interest was really bad on those, <laughs> then you might not have to worry about it. Right. So let's see. The last ones will be cashed in in uh, April. So I have 90 days after that. Or shall I go, since the most of it's in March, uh, 90 days from March. I would use 90 days from March if I was your yeah. tax person. Um, you okay. can always, because the last one is in, I think you say in the last one is April for that year. Yeah, but it's 2000 March. It's only, yeah, exactly. So you've got the first one that's like two and then you got 30 something. So you, and you could even add in that when you've got a rough idea. So you can just send it all yeah. in at one time. And then that way you don't have to worry right. about making four of them or two of them or whatever. Cause I know making quarterlies right. is never fun. So that's going to be 1040. What's uh, ES? ES? It's ES. Mm -hmm. Okay. 1040. Yes. And then once that's done, uh, April of next year, and I'm done with, the savings bonds. I have no mm -hmm. more of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good deal. I uh, appreciate, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Too bad. Bye-bye. All right. That was a great question. And, and again, sometimes when you're doing your, you know, your taxes, we have interesting or unique things that come up, you know, and you're not always sure. A lot of you guys, many of you that listen, do your own taxes and there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing them unless you're not sure what you're doing. Guessing on your tax return is never a positive situation, guys. So if you need help or if you, you know, need someone to bounce an idea off of or something like that, I'm usually available or the radio show is here for that to just, you know, there's no silly questions. I always think that someone that doesn't ask a question is probably the silly person, because if you don't ask, then how are you going to know? And then how do you plan for what you've never really done before? Right. I mean, I like to tell you, I mean, I'm good, but I'm really good at one thing, which is taxes. So if I'm talking insurance or I'm talking, you know, cars or construction or anything like that, I'm not going to know it either. That's why we have professionals in all those different divisions to help all of us out. So again, so if you've got questions, you want to join the show, there are no silly questions. So if you want to join the show, 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986, taking your call. And then we're going to also talk here a little bit about some of the things the IRS is warning us again, because apparently we have quite a few, um, you know, those irritating phone calls that I have a tendency, you know, tax scams and 
and alerts that are happening. Um, there are quite a few new ones out there that they're advertising. There, there's a couple of them that are promoting certain settlements from the IRS, pennies on the dollar. Um, yeah, you guys know about that. Well, the IRS website says reminds taxpayers to beware of promoters claiming they can serve service to your needs by settling with the IRS, you know, that these are debts, pennies on the dollar. That is one of their number one on the dirty dozen. So again, there are ways of negotiating. There is, you know, all kinds of advantages to being able to do things, but not everyone's going to get the same situation. It really does depend on each and every one of you. So if you have questions on the IRS, well, I'm your girl, give me a call um, or set up an appointment in my office so that we can go through and, and take a look at what you have. We're going to take our second break here. So if you want to join the show, now would be a great time to go bug Lavidius. 615-737-9986, 737-9986, number in the studio, and we're going to be right back with the Dr. Friday Show. All righty, we are back here in studio. Hopefully Alexa will keep herself quiet now, and we are ready to go. Let's hit Edward and see if I can help him with the IRS and the fun that we all get to have. Hey, Edward. Hello. What can I do for you, sweetheart? Uh, tell me what I can do about uh, contacting the IRS to uh, light a fire under them. Yes. Uh, basically, well, I filed my tax return on May 17th, the uh, last day to file, because I forecast my taxes for uh, this uh, last year uh, well enough so that I only had to pay a few hundred dollars. Well, the 17th good. rolls around, and I find out, oh, we don't have to pay taxes on unemployment income, which my wife had received, so I'm actually getting a considerable refund. <clears throat> anyway, put it in the mail, uh, haven't heard a word, go to the uh, where's my refund, and say, we can't provide you with any information. Oh, really? So yes. did you mail this return in, or did you actually e-file this return? I mailed this return in directly at the post office drop box with I'm sufficient postage. I'm going to guess, Edward... I'm going to say that you need to refile it because if you, if, I mean, this is what we're finding out two things you could do. I'm going to give you a phone number for the tax advocates office. Since it's been that long, they may take the case to help you out. But meanwhile, uh, yeah, I've tried the tax advocates office and I get a recording. Uh, the recording says we, we uh, call this number and it says nobody here to help you because there are too many people calling. Uh, I've, I've uh, been through that routine already. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. Cause I mean, I know, I mean, my, I make a living calling the IRS, so I know how frustrating it is. I can't tell you on Friday, I made a call. I waited for 45 minutes. I thought I had a person and she's, she, she basically hung up on me. So, you yeah, know, I have avoided, so, I've avoided refiling simply because the instructions state that if you refile, it may delay it even more. And God knows I don't want that. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen in your case, Edward. The only reason I'm saying that is if by now they should at least have it saying that it's processing. If they say that it's not a, you know, there's nothing in there, that means they don't have the return. So that's what they, I you know, because I just recently, within the last couple of weeks, got on the IRS and made myself an account for uh, getting uh, forms, like transcripts, uh, yeah, and retranscripts. And there's actually a statement in there that says a failure to file for 2020. Yeah. So did you it, it, certify it when you sent it or did you? No, sadly, okay. I did not. Okay. 
Well, sometimes they'll waive it if it's a first offense kind of thing and they haven't done something in the last three years. But right this second, my suggestion is redo it and certify it this time. Okay. There's no, there's no, I mean, it's, it's been plenty of months for them to get their act together. So I'm going to make the assumption it never made it, or if it did, it's been lost. So, you know, you need to start the time clock again, and at least this time you'll certify it, you'll see it. And it should at least then show pending uh, processing your return. We'll get back with you soon. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm okay. just fearful that they haven't gotten yours in there. And that would be Yeah, some of those, um, some of those forms have, are going to be difficult to find again. That's not good. You didn't keep a copy for yourself, mate? I did keep a copy for myself, but uh, I'm a programmer and my work environment is surrounded by the last thing I've worked on on all flight surfaces in roughly chronological order. Okay. Okay. Well, start digging. I uh, will. Thank you for <laughs> right, your buddy. time. No problem. Thanks. Let's go to Corey. Yes, ma'am. Hi. I had, how you doing? I had I'm just great. recently, go ahead. I had just recently got married about five months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, my wife had bought a townhouse about a year before we got married, and we needed a bigger home. So we sold the townhome and made um, a decent profit off of it and put it right back into the home that we currently bought and live in now. And we, she didn't have the house for two years. Do we have to pay any taxes off the Absolutely. money that we made off the sale of the townhome, even though we put it in the house that we're living in now? Yes, it is. The, the, to comply with the current tax law, you have to have lived in the house two out of five years, unless that you were put in the hospital or um, your job required you to relocate. That's like the only exclusions in that conversation. Getting married and needing a bigger home isn't going to require. So whatever she, in, in the tax law right now, does not, have anything to do with reinvesting into other uh, real estate. So at this point, whatever she made is going to show as capital gains. Okay. It will be long-term capital gains because she did live in there for more than a year, but okay. it's still going to be capital gains. Sorry, mate. Uh, that's all right. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks. All right. All right. Let's look at Randy in Franklin. I'm Randy, here. you there? I'm here. Um, I'm not a paying client of yours. Um, I, I, I'd love to hear your voice always. Um, anyway, five or six years of no filing. Am I in trouble, Dr. Friday? Well, theoretically, it would really depend on where you require to file. I mean, if you're self-employed, then most likely uh, your yes, income needs to be reported. Yeah. Well, most of my clients are, have struggled or whatever. I'm, I'm big on the self-employed. Obviously I am. Um, so then, yes, you, I mean, the fact that you haven't filed, you need to file to get into compliance. We need to go at least six years well, back. I, 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 to interrupt Dr. Dr. Vardy, um, I've done 2020 and 2021. I, I, I'm, I'm current as far as, you know, I'm on the radar. Um, but I'm past due uh, as far as the other five or six years. Am so you've I done in trouble? 20, do I need to, 2020, do I we've need already to done. pay you some money? That's right. 2020 is the, the year that we've done, but we still need to do like 15 through 19 or something, right? Correct. Or whatever years they are to get us to get us six years in compliance. So that way, 
I mean, once we know what we owe, we can then either make you non-collectible, make you pay. But you know, if you if you've already come in, you know my theory. We need to pay forward first. You need to be making estimates for 2021, and then we'll deal with the past. So that way, at least we have the information okay. going in the right direction. So uh, I need I need to come see you. That's you need to come see me, my love. Yes, you do. We're gonna yep. get you back okay. on track. Cheers. Okay. Cheers on that. Thank you. Okay. No good problem. day. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. So we are moving forward. So if you have a phone call, this is great. You can join us here live in studio 615-737-9986. is the normal right here in the studio. So if you've got a question or you're thinking about doing, and I do know, um, I think it was maybe Corey that called about the IRS guys. I get probably two to three calls or emails daily about people trying to do, maybe that's why the tax advocates been so busy. I'm reaching out there as much as anyone else. I'm trying to find ways to get answers because the IRS isn't taking our calls. When we get onto with the tax advocates and them, they're basically saying, well, people are overworked. There's not enough people. We under, I mean, again, I'm not saying that, that the people that are working for the IRS, that there is any issue with that. I'm just saying that if you want us to be able to get into compliance, you want us to do the things that you have expectation, then there needs to be a way of us being able to do something to, to get information. How do I know if the taxes are there if you're not communicating with us and, and there's no way of finding? I will say he was smart enough to go on and look for his transcripts because that does give us a lot of information. All right, before we take the break, let's hit Chris real quick. Chris getting back taxes done. Hey, Chris. Hey, Miss Kim, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome. How about yourself? I am not doing well when it comes to my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um, seems to be a typical thing in my world. I ran into a situation where I rushed into a marriage and my wife wasn't filing, uh, she didn't change her tax status. Mm-hmm. Um, I suffer from anxiety and stuff, and it kind of just got to me when I went to file my taxes, and I haven't filed my taxes in about six years now. Um, I wanted to see about getting with someone trying to see what I need to do to get this taken care of to start the healing process with my taxes and my life. X. Absolutely, Chris. And, and we do this every day. So all you need to do is, um, I don't know if you're driving or whatever, you can either Google Dr. Friday or I'll give out my phone number here in a second. But um, you just need to call us so we can set up a free consultation. Let's get together. Let's see what you have. I'll need to get power of attorney so I can take a look at your transcripts and then you know, we'll be able to then move forward and come up with a plan. And I actually do deal with quite a few people that have that same, you know, I mean, let's be honest, it it gets overwhelming. And at that point, it just becomes harder and harder to do something with it. And we, we do have other clients that we can take baby steps, you know, get it resolved, find the answers and not overly stress you any more than we have to. Uh, But you know, we need to get moving forward on it. So all you have to do is give my office a call on Monday and we'll be more than glad to set up a time for free to, to get together and talk and see what we need to do to get you back on track. Yes, ma'am. I would love to give your office a call and set something up. And I appreciate taking the baby steps because yeah, it just gets overwhelming. And that's how I ended yeah. up getting myself into this snowball. Not a problem at all, sweetheart. And uh, before the break here in a few minutes, I'll give my phone number out. So that way, if you have a pin, if not, again, it's just Dr. Friday, Google it. You'll find my phone number in the internet. Okay. Thank you so much. You have a great okay. weekend. You too, sir. Thanks. Yes, I, I honestly do have quite a few clients um, 
the problem is so often with taxes, especially it can be overwhelming. I mean, you've got the IRS, which is kind of, you know, the big dog and, you know, they can take your house, they can take your cars, they can take your business, which in truth, they can't really take all those things, not without cause and, and not without an awful lot of reasoning behind it, but it's still there and it's scary. And, you know, once you get behind, it's, it's just becomes overwhelming because now you're not talking about owing them a couple thousand. It could be a couple of ten thousands or hundreds of thousands, uh, again, depending on everyone's situation. And so you want to make sure that you have everything in line and then, you know, get it learn to go forward first people anytime you're dealing with the irs the first thing you want to do is make sure you're paying forward because then at least we've stopped the bleeding if you're moving forward and you're paying in enough taxes then we can deal with the past otherwise it's not going to be that simple all right so if you want to join us on the show the phone number is 615-737-9986 and for chris or anyone that wants to make an appointment i i hate confusing people but sometimes it's easier my office number Number is 615-367-0819. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have the last 15 minutes or a little less than 15 minutes to take some of your calls um, and talk a little bit more about what you might need to do and understand, you know, it's not that scary, guys. We can make it through this together. I promise you, we do it every day. And we're going to take a quick break here. It looks like Lavidius is going to have a busy time. This is the Dr. Friday Show. We'll be right back. We are back here in studio and it looks like I got a couple of really good questions coming up. So let's go to Dean and Franklin since he's been on hold. Hello, yes. Dean. Yes, thank you. And uh, yes, I have a uh, uh, good number of uh, double E and, uh, and E and double E uh, savings bonds and they're all mature, 30 years. And I, but I have no idea what they're worth now uh, after the 30 year maturity. Well, my understanding, I don't think, I think they stop. Do they not? I think that, I mean, I could be completely wrong. I'm not a bonds person, so I'm not going to claim I know the answer to that, but I thought that was the point. I mean, I don't know if they continue to earn interest after those years or if no, they actually. No, I, I think the, I think the earned uh, interest stops after 30 years. Right. That's what I was thinking too. So you need to cash those in, Dean. They're not making you any money more and more. You need to go. I, I know. Out. Well, I, I uh, I've had a lot of changes going through here uh, in the last few years, and I, I said, you know, I need to get those bonds out and see what the maturity dates on them, and I did. And they're they're all matured uh, for 30 years, so they can't draw any more interest. Well, only thing I would say is if you've got quite a few of them, you might want to do it in a in the steps because you don't want to get hit with a large um, tax bill. I mean, you know, if you've yeah. got a, a ton of them. So I would definitely talk to your tax person or your financial advisor, someone that can help you say, okay, you know what, we can do $10,000 and keep you in the same tax bracket. But if you go over that, you're going to pay from 12 to 22. So that could be a 10% increase where at this point, it may be, especially if you could cash some out in the next couple months, keep you in one and then you know, January, do another batch or something is all I'm saying, spread it out versus putting it all at one time. I would definitely talk to someone that, you know, that can use your taxes and give you some advice. Or if you have someone that does your finances, let them, you know, let them know, because 
it sounds like you might be sitting on a, a, a number of them. And if that's the case, I have seen that. The good news is we don't have the hall income tax any longer in 2021. So there will be no state income tax on the sale of those bonds. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was going to just do a, a portion of them first and then wait, wait a while longer, longer and add, uh, do the other half. I think that's a smart idea, but just time. take a look at your, yeah, again, just look at your tax income. I mean, are you single or married, Dean? Single. Okay, so the key number you're looking at, and I don't know your numbers, but if you sit down and calculate all of your income, you want to have, including this bond interest, to be under 50 to keep you in the 12% and basically under about 105 to keep you in the 22. I'm not sure where you're at in those numbers, and I don't need, but just some guide for you. Okay, I, I'll get with my tax man and sit down Perfect. with him and, and see. Yeah, I just don't want you to get any surprises, and then you're like, wow, I could have saved 10% if I just waited or something, you know? Okay, uh, but is there any kind of a, a chart or schedule where I could look up the double uh, E and the E bonds after 30 years? Um, I think you'd have to go to as a treasury. I mean, I think uh, if you look under, I think it's called Treasury Quest or something. There is a um, treasury bonds. Oh, there is a website. Do you do do you do the internet? Uh, a little bit. No, I don't. Okay. Tre so, tre tre treasury website, you say? Yeah, there's a website that you can go to that would give you some of the rates. It's called Treasury something. I was trying to look it up. E bonds. Let's see if I can find the name for you at least. I I thought I had it up early. Oh, there it is. Treasurydirect.gov. Treasury Direct. Uh huh. TreasuryDirect.gov. They would be able to help okay. you with some of the the dollar amounts. You you gave a a website to go to, and I didn't have any luck with it. And it's to see if you uh, if they sent you any kind of stimulus money. That was IRS.gov. Yeah, um, I went to IRS.gov, and then, uh, but I couldn't come up with anything when I use that uh, IRS.gov. Um, usually if you go to IRS.gov, I should have put in there. Yeah. If you typed in IRS.gov on the very first page, when you go in there, it says, get my payment yeah. on the very first page. That's what you want to click to find out about your stimulus. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll try that again. I appreciate no it. Uh -huh. Thanks. Thank All right. You. Let's talk to Faith in my town, Spring Hill. Hello, Faith. Hi. How are you I today? I am doing awesome, actually. Awesome. I love your show. Um, Thank you. Listen to it all the time. Um, I was wondering, so my, um, he was my fiancé. Um, we had been together four years. We had two children. Um, he didn't really support us. You know, he lived off and on with us. And he filed us as, he filed head of household and claimed me and the two children in his tax return this year. Is he able to do that? Like, he didn't pay rent or electric or cable, nothing like that. Well, theoretically, the answer would be no, because you have to provide more than 50% of their, their support. Um, and if he didn't, he lied. Uh, does that happen a lot? Yes, I think it does probably. Um, but, you know, uh, did you work? I mean, he claimed you, but he claimed you as a dependent. It sounds like not right. as obviously you're not married. Um, so do you have the ability? I mean, were you working? Because you no. can't earn, I mean, no dependent can earn over $4,050 or thereabouts anyways, um, you know, to be like a, a qualified dependent. So you don't work, I mean, you were taking care of kids, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying you were um, at home taking care of the kids. Who supported right. you? 
Um, well, my son has a disability, so I okay. got about 500 a month with disability. Well, theoretically, I mean, if he was, if he was still bringing money into the house, Faith, uh, your child's mm -hmm. disability is not considered earnings. So therefore, um, he could still show that he maybe had a 50% support. Did he ch pay child support or anything or no? No. He just, no. Nope. Okay. Well, all I can tell you is theoretically, if he was ever audited, it would not happen. Uh, but in theory, there's probably no one that's going to contest it because you didn't have any or income anyways. And he is the children's father. So, or I think he is right. Oops. I think I lost faith. All right. No worries. That's fine. Um, so anyways, if, um, I mean, you could always turn him into the IRS and show that he is not the, the person that did what he did, but not too sure how easy that would go. All right. So we are getting down on the show. So let's go through the basic things. If you haven't filed your taxes, October 15th is your deadline. So you really do need to make sure if you need help, we may be able to help you. 615-367-0819 is our direct number for the office. 615-367-0819. And, um, and if you'd like to check us out on the web, sometimes you're like, who in the heck is this person? Your first time listener, you're like, Dr. Friday, what is she? Dr. Friday, I'm an enrolled agent licensed by the Internal Revenue Service to do taxes and representation. Reason I go by doctors, got a PhD, which has absolutely nothing to do with taxes. So probably not so important, but I worked really hard for it. But if you want to have um, help and you need help with taxes, bookkeeping, you're entrepreneur, you have back tax issues, I'm the person that's going to help you. You can go to email friday at drfriday.com. Check us out at the web friday at drfriday.com. That's drfriday.com. Or you can call us at 615-367-0819. Keep in mind that whenever you have IRS issues or you, you, know, you haven't filed for a few years, then the whole conversation comes back in and you've got to get back on track. It's that important. You can't move forward in life easily without having tax records. You can't borrow. You can't do things. Now, I know there's some people that live in the world of cash. I'm not sure how you do it, but it is something that people have managed to do. And in doing that, it, it does make it. But most of us, we have credit cards. We need to be able to buy a house or, or pay something off. And you need to be able to put your kids, if you have kids, they want to put them through college. These are things FAFSA requires tax returns. So if you need help getting all that together and you have no idea where to start, I can tell you, we do know how to start. We know how to get you back on track. It's what we do and we're very good at it. So all you have to do, again, first step, free consultation. That way we can help you make you know, make the right moves, make the right decisions. I'm going to tell you right now, not everyone's going to get pennies on the dollar. It doesn't happen all the time. Many people, you know, you owe 200,000 and the deal's 150. I mean, if you can save the money and put it through and it's something you can afford to do, that's what we're going to help you do. Even if you can't afford to pay the IRS right now, you need to get in compliance because in all honesty, once you're working forward, the time clock starts, right? The IRS only has 10 years to collect. So as long as you're filing your taxes on time, then they are only going to have so much time to collect that information. So if you need help, again, you can reach my office, 615-367-0819. Email is Friday, just like the day of the week, F-R-I-D-A-Y at drfriday.com. Or 
check me out on the web, drfriday.com. There's places in there. I'll tell you all about what we do and how we do it. I hope you guys are enjoying this Saturday. I will tell you, we are having a great time. Going to be going out to the Hog Festival here in uh, Spring Hill. So if you have nothing to do, you might want to check it out. We'll be down there enjoying ourselves. I hope you have a wonderful Saturday. Copulator.